righty then. Welcome to the Sneaky Place podcast. Brian Catino here with just Dom Fierro this week. Morris is taking a chill, getting ready for our uh, fantasy football draft that's coming in, uh, I don't know, probably while we're recording. Um, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Nothing much. Hopefully there's no uh, tech- technical difficult- difficulties today. Uh, it doesn't look like it's supposed to rain and my Wi-Fi it shouldn't cut out. So let's have our fingers crossed for that. Yeah, absolutely. The rain just passed here. It was kind of crazy for about 15 minutes, but looks like we're getting some sunshine back and not too shabby in Northern Virginia right now. Um, all right. Uh, previous podcast was NFC West. Right now we're going to slide over to the AFC West. Um, and Dom, I have a feeling we're going to be pretty much eye to eye with this division. I feel like we're going to have a lot of similarities with who we like, who we don't like. And um, I think we all agree the team that we really are probably going to like is the Kansas City Chiefs. So we'll just get them kind of out of the way first. How about that? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So let me first say that the AFC West is probably one of my favorite divisions right now, just in terms of like a watching standpoint, because I know you're like this, Tino. I'm like this. We have friends that are like this that follow these guys from the college ranks to the NFL, see what they ultimately progress to and how they do. Uh, and this division's loaded with young, young talent from t- some of the top t- college programs, you know, last year. And the Chiefs are no different. Uh, their draft pick this year, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the running back out of LSU. I'm looking, real, I'm looking forward to him trying to get that starting position at the running back, uh, getting the starting spot at the running back position. Uh, I think he'll have – I think by the end of the year he'll be in it. I think – if you're in your fantasy leagues, he's definitely somebody to price draft and sit on the bench for a little bit, because I, I think by the end of the year, people will be begging for him. Uh, other than that, it's kind of your same, you know, for fantasy wise, the same people, you know, as it's been the last few years, Patrick Mahomes, obviously top quarterback. Uh, he's right up there with Lamar Jackson, who we'll talk about when we get to their division. Uh, but he's up right there with the top. Oh my God. Sorry. The Yankees just gave him another bomb. <laughs> uh, uh, but Patrick Mahomes is there. Uh, Damian Williams still a surefire running back. Definitely somebody you can look at in fantasy. Then at tight end, you got Travis Kelsey, obviously. And then uh, Sammy Watkins, somebody who was interesting because he wasn't – he was up and down last season, but towards the end, he uh, pretty much put it together. Uh, and I would think that he could find a spot on a lot of fantasy rosters this year. Uh, but I think the big thing for the Chiefs is – are they going to get sucked into, well, we just won the Super Bowl. You know, are we going to let down a little bit this year? I don't know what your thoughts are on that. What do you think? All right. So uh, I'll start. Um, uh, I guess I'll start with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire uh, from LSU. Uh, I'm way higher uh, on him than you, I would suppose. He's definitely a first-round fantasy football draft pick. Um, really? Not so much it's like pure talent, but he's going to be the number one running back. Um, it's been said through, throughout camp, he's got the role and then Daryl Williams is going to back him up. Um, huh. he's, he's way more talented than any other running back on that roster. So, um, for me, Clyde Rosalaire is going to step right into the starting role and, the, he, and it's not all about volume there. It's just like, he's, they're going to get to the goal line and he's the running back, you know, like they're going to get the goal line, what, 10 times a game, you know, probably. <laughs> like, yeah. It's going to be a lot. Yeah. Their offense is ridiculous. So he's just going to be the guy that. I guess those important touches. Um, and then 
regards with Sammy Watkins and other fantasy options, I'm actually a little bit higher on Demarcus Robinson this year than Sammy Watkins. I think Sammy Watkins is slowly on the decline of his career. Um, I shouldn't say slowly. He's been declining pretty much every season. Had a good <laughs> postseason last year, but I think it's time where they pave way for Demarcus Robinson, who's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, a third-year player, and then Miko um, Hardman, who's a second-year player. So, you know, a lot of a lot of speed, um, a lot of versatility with this team. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is going to be lights out yet again. Um, I'm not sure they take a step back from from being like that Super Bowl, like let's go get them team. Um, I do think you know this division's slightly better than it was last year, so that will have a lot to do with you know their record at the end of the season. I do think it's a huge factor of their success being that they play the NFC South and AFC East this year, where I think they're going to roll through the AFC East. And then in the NFC South, they're going to get into shootouts with these teams and they're just, they're just better. You just can't get in a shootout with the Kansas city chiefs because they're just going to destroy you. So um, I like where they're coming from. And I think, you know, for me, I'm huge on this team. Uh, Still, they're going to win this division and I have them at 12 and four. Slash thirteen and three. Where do you have their over under at in in terms of betting? So the over under according to DraftKings, I believe it was was eleven and a half. I actually have them going over at exactly twelve and four, just like you said. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think we're going to be spot on with uh, our you know our thoughts on each team in this division. Um, I mean, is is there a guy on on a, either defense or offense from the Chiefs that that really stands out to you? It doesn't have to be fantasy; just really stands out and it's going to be an impact player besides Patrick Mahomes. I mean, to me, it's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think if he can, like, like, obviously, you're a lot higher on him. I haven't read much about him. I just know from his talent from LSU and how he was picked in you know first round draft pick and whatnot. Uh, but he's he's going to start all year. I think this offense is going to be even more deadly than it has been. I'm look really look at him to be the guy who kind of gets those red zone touches, like you said. And even in a passing game, he might even be a versatile running back where he can catch a lot of balls. Um, you know, for me, I think he's going to be the guy who might surprise a lot of people who don't really know who he is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, end of the first round, he was taken from LSU. He was f- fantastic in the uh, college football playoff last year. All right, uh, let's move on to the Las Vegas Raiders, who also have some uh, some guys I think you might be on. I'm, I'm on a couple that were college guys last year and the year before. Um, Las Vegas Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders. Weird saying that. Um, <laughs> last year, they were 24th in both points for and points against. So obviously not a good season last year, but still managed to put I think seven and nine together, which not too shabby with the, with that going on. Um, what are your thoughts on the Vegas Raiders this year? I think they're going to be uh, kind of just like they were last year. Uh, I can't wait to see what Henry Ruggs does, the wide receiver out of Alabama. I can't wait to see what Josh Jacobs does in a second year. Obviously took the, I wouldn't say took the NFL by surprise, but, Definitely put together a better season than I think a lot of people thought. Uh, but I'm looking for him to step up big this year. I'm looking for Darren Waller to have even a better year. I know a lot of him, he was a little bit of a surprise too. He was one of the guys highlighted last year in uh, Hard Knocks. Uh, but I would think he steps up big time this year too and really becomes one of the top tight ends in the league. Uh, 
Um, and I'm really – I like Derek Carr as a QB, and I would love to see him get back to that season where he was – I believe either he was close to being the MVP. If he didn't win the MVP, I can't remember, uh, before he broke his leg. But I want to see Derek Carr get back to that. And I think this year he can possibly do it. He's got a lot of weapons around him. But ultimately, I just think the AFC West is loaded in itself. I don't see them. I see them maybe beating the Broncos once and the Chargers once, but I think they'll split those games. I think they go 0-2 with the Chiefs, and right there is four losses. Um, I don't know. I think I think they're right where they are uh, as they were last year. The over-under for them is seven. I actually have them going under at six and ten. All right, so I'll, I'm a little higher – uh, on the Raiders, I, I would suppose. Um, nothing like, you know, they're going to beat the Chiefs twice or anything, but I do think they could compete with the Chiefs. They always play them tough. Um, and I think they'll salvage splits pretty much across the division. They'll, maybe they'll, they'll uh, lose both to Kansas City. Um, so, I mean, it'll be a decently tough year in the division. I, I like the Broncos, um, but I'm not as high on the Chargers. I think they could possibly beat them twice, but Regardless, Josh Jacobs is the man. He is the man that's going to get this offense going. And if he gets going, Derek Carr's going to get going a little bit. And like you said, I like their weapons. Henry Ruggs, downfield threat uh, from Alabama. And then from South Carolina, Brian Edwards. I'm, mm. huge, I'm huge on him this year, especially with Tyrell Williams going down with that injury. He's out for the year. Um, he's on IR. So, I mean, look at Brian Edwards. He's – not even getting drafted in fantasy drafts this year. I think he's going to be a guy for daily fantasy where you could grab him at $3,000 and he's going to, you know, get you eight, nine, 10 points and, and surpass his value on almost a weekly basis because, you know, he's going to be their wide receiver guy that consistently gets the ball where rugs is going to be more of a downfield type of threat. So um, PPR is daily fantasy. And that's, I feel like that's going to be all Brian Edwards, all Darren Waller, and then Josh Shake is going to pound it in, you know, from the goal line. So, I mean, their weapons are solid, man. I like, I like their weapons. Yeah, it, it, this team is definitely a team that I think could definitely surprise this league, honestly. I could easily see them going 8-8 eight and eight or even 9-7. and seven. I just personally don't think that. Uh, it's going to be interesting, though. I, I can't wait to see the whole Las Vegas dynamic to it. Uh, because obviously Las Vegas has got that nightlife and this and that, right? Obviously you can't do much now with the, uh, the coronavirus going on, but I, I really want to see how they adjust to being in Vegas. And after all those years in Oakland, uh, I think that also needs to be talked about a little bit because that can take, that can be a, a tough thing to do going from one city to the other, right? Got to uproot your whole family, this and that. It's a whole different kind of ball game, that aspect of it. And I want to see if that affects them at all. So it'll be interesting to see that. Yeah, that's, that's definitely interesting, moving, you know, to a new city and whatnot. Um, I think when fans come back, I think it's going to be crazy there. Oh, uh, yeah. I, have, I have that feeling. Um, yeah. what, what, what was their uh, over-under at? The over-under is at seven. Okay, I, I guess I have the over. I have them at eight and eight. Um, yeah. I, could, I could see seven and nine, and I could see nine and seven um, if they sweep the Chargers and then do really well against the uh, AFC East, which is definitely plausible. Um, all right, so you're lower on the Raiders than I. Uh, you had them at what, 6-10? and 10? I have them at 6-10, and 10, yes. Okay. All right. Um, and, yeah, I think their defense is somewhat slept on. Uh, they got a good safety room 
you know, with Jonathan Abram and, and others mm-hmm. there. And then I like their edge. Line. Yeah, I like their edge rushers and Max Crosby and uh, Cleveland Farrell. So, you know, if their defense can play to their potential, I suppose, um, you know, I still think their their team as a whole is about two years away. Yeah, uh, I, I think the same thing. I think they're a year or two away. They got a lot of young talent. Uh, it really comes down to Derek Carr. And in my opinion, mm-hmm. it's if he can if he can put it together and show that he can be in the, on this team for a while, I think they'll be fine. But this is I think this is the year that makes or break him. He's finally got the talent around him. Like you said, the defense is pretty you know is good. Um, can he put it all together now and get a winning season going? You know, something Gruden loves to do is win. And if Derek Carr is not going to win this year, I feel like this could be it for him. Yeah, and now with Mariota there, I mean. Mariota has to light a fire under Derek Carr's ass, knowing oh, that yeah. there's a viable option on the bench, you know, like someone that they could utilize, you know, in a different way than Derek Carr. Because obviously Mariota can run a little bit, um, you know. So it'll be interesting to see if Mariota is used at all. Um, I have a feeling he might in some Wildcat situations, things like that. But for the most part, Derek Carr, is, it's his job to lose right now. And I, he, needs to, he needs to show up and show out this year. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree. All right, let's move on to uh, a team that unfortunately just lost a big piece in Derwin James, the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, oh, they also lost Philip Rivers and Melvin Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, and Mike Williams is injured. So, thoughts on the Los Angeles Chargers? Uh, they can't be too high on your radar this year. Well, when I was doing my notes, they were high, not high, but you know, pretty much I have them around the Raiders. I think they'll do worse than the Raiders this year with all those injuries they're starting to rack up. Uh, obviously, Austin Eckler, running back, is a talent that it's, it went from a guy who was, I believe, undrafted to now he's a starting running back in the NFL and will get paid someday big time. Uh, and then Keenan Allen. I don't understand why Keenan Allen is so disrespected in this league. Uh, I don't know if you saw the top 100, but he was like, I don't even know in the sixties or fifties, like there's no way he's one of the, I, in my opinion, he's a top 15 wide receiver in the game. How is he that low? There's just no respect for Keenan Allen. Uh, but at the end of the day, this team only goes as far as Justin Herbert takes them. Uh, you know, I know they have, I believe it's Tyrod Taylor, right? As a back quarterback, yeah. but Justin Herbert, this is your guy drafted him. What was it? Fifth overall uh, or third overall, whatever it was. Uh, Justin Herbert's got to – it's going to be tough, I feel like, for him this year, adjusting to the NFL from an Oregon offense that he primi- primarily was in the shotgun, you know, every snap. So it's really going to be interesting to see how he does, and I think this team just kind of goes as far as he can take them. Uh, and like I said, uh, I don't see them now. I f- see them finishing probably at the bottom of the league – or bottom of the division. Uh, they're over under a seven and a half. I have them going under – when I took my notes at seven and nine, but now I probably see like five and 11. Yeah. So um, word, word on the street between t- uh, today and late yesterday is that Tyrod Taylor is going to be the starter, uh, I guess, until he royally screws up or until they're <laughs> completely out of it. So um, I think that's kind of good for Herbert sit behind yeah. a, a veteran to start the season. Um, and then, you know, the back half of the season, whatever, get your work in. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be rough for the chargers. I think, um, I mean, 
the offense, you know, previous season's just been inconsistent. You know, the defense has been fine. I think the defense is still going to be good this year, but you know, just just having a good defense isn't going to be good enough in this division, let alone in the NFL. So, um, I mean, the real question is, can Eckler keep it up and provide the offense, you know, out of the backfield, you know, along with Justin Jackson, who's more of a pure runner. And then Keenan Allen, I mean, he's going to get his, you know, and I love Keenan Allen. Like you said, he's been disrespected mightily by the NFL, by everyone around. Um, he's a great receiver. What I mean, one of the best route runners I think there is in the NFL. Um, 100%. So, yeah, he's been disrespected. I think he still has a good year. I think Eckler has a great year. And then I, I think uh, Hunter Henry has a, an okay year. I think. He's, he's a top tight end, top 10 tight end, in my opinion. But, you know, one through five is really where the tight ends are at. I don't think he gets there this year. Um, but I do think he gets targets, obviously, with the Mike Williams injury, which, you know, I mean, their receiving core is just gross other than Keenan Allen. I mean, it's <laughs> it's I mean, there's guys like me, Josh Moore in there, you know, people I've just never even heard of on their roster at the, at the receiver position. Um so, I mean, it's, I think it's going to be a rough go on their offense. I think the defense will, will be okay, keep them in football games. Mike Badgley's a good kicker. You know, he'll keep them in some games. But, I mean, for me, it's Tyrod Taylor starts the year. Justin Herbert comes in late. Um, you know, kind of like the Jimmy G thing with the, the Niners a few years ago. Like, he comes in, he's okay. And you're like, oh, okay, maybe we could turn around a franchise a little bit. Justin Herbert's nice, you know. So, I feel like that's kind of where they're going to be at. I have them at four and twelve, man. Uh, I'm really low on them this year. Yeah, definitely. After especially with all the injuries they've wrapped up. Um, now, do you see this Justin Herbert situation playing out like it did almost for Baker Mayfield um, a few years ago? And honestly, um, coincidentally, it's the same quarterback who's going to be starting over him, Tyrod Taylor. But uh, do you see this kind of situation where he's kind of forced into action, maybe week three or four? Uh, and just kind of like, here, learn the ropes, rookie. Yeah, I mean, so for me, I think it's going to be after their bye. Uh, but I could I could see it where Tyrod Taylor is just not doing well, you know, or yeah, he, he gets hurt and it's like, well, we have this stud that we drafted in the first round. We should use him, you know. So, I mean, they could either just get tired real quick of Tyrod Taylor, yeah. which is, is it's definitely a possibility. So, I think Herbert plays this year, I guess, is the overall answer. Like, Herbert is going to play, and I'm going to put it before week 10. Okay. So, so you pretty much half the season he'll play. Yeah, that's that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. All right, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that. Uh, I would love to see him, though, in earlier, just my just personally. I watched him obviously play at Oregon all those years. Uh, this guy And this guy, don't forget, was talked about as – coming out of his junior year as the number one draft pick. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I'm really excited to see what he can do when he finally gets on the field. Yeah, so, I mean, I would actually love for him to start the season. I just, you know, reports from, from Los Angeles is that it's not going to happen. Yeah. They're going to give Tyra Taylor the ball, which I think is a, no, a pretty smart move. But, I mean, I think, you know, Herbert, when he comes in, he's going to let it fly. He's, I mean, I'm, I'm higher on him than I am Joe Burrow, you know, for, for career long. I'm I'm way high on Justin Herbert. Yeah, Justin Herbert. I mean, I'm excited. And I'll even do a hot take right here and say he's the best quarterback drafted out of this draft. Uh, I'm I'm almost with you. I think Tua is slightly better. 
But, yeah. Um, but yeah, Herbert, I think Herbert's better than Burrow. So, you know. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. All right. Uh, enough of the Chargers. Um, let's move on to what I think might be, you know, if we had a, if our teams were eliminated from the earth, this might be our team. Oh yeah. Uh, the Denver Broncos. Uh, I'll let you, I'll let you go and just discuss Denver Broncos, man. It's cause we already know that it's drew lock season. Oh yeah. It's definitely drew lock season. 